Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the Common Sense Show in our guest segment. And uh, really appreciate you being with us. Uh, you know, we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. My name is Dave Hodges. And I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we are, in fact, I was just talking to our guest about this before we came on air. We're at the rubber meets the road. I call it the crossroads. Call it what you want. But the fate of humanity hangs in the balance right now. And our guest, Steve Quayle, is going to be talking to us about it. But I want to mention something to you first. I've been a part of the Branson Conferences now going back a few years, and uh, they're fantastic. They're life-changing, paradigm-changing. And, and the guests, a lot of the guests there I've become friends with, I interview them, and uh, they are just so filled with great up-to-date knowledge that you're not going to get hardly anywhere else if anywhere else and I want to encourage everyone to um, go to Steve's site and we'll mention it again in the upper right hand corner uh, they talk about the conference gen6.com click on that link and you can register and you can still get in there dirt cheap it's the conference starts on Friday the 15th and of course uh, if you say gosh Dave I'm out of town that that's okay um, they'll have video on demand in reverse you'll be able to order the archives and uh, we'll have Steve talk about all that. But I just wanted to mention this up front. Having been backstage and got to know all the people, and last year was a part of the conference in Branson, I got to tell you, this virtual conference, which is replacing the live in-place Branson conference, is going to be second to none. And the topic really is end days kind of stuff. Steve, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you could join us here uh, almost on the eve of getting this great conference started. And I want to say tip of the cap to you for pulling this off in light of all the restrictions being put on people and how you did this with all the pre-records and all the coordination just uh, really what a great job you've done well i have to give attribution to both darren geisinger and jed benoit those guys have been working tirelessly to you know to make sure dave everybody can connect on the live stream and everybody who registered uh, to go and be there, they were all switched over to live streaming. And the thing that's problematic, and, and you've heard me say it at Branson, I said, the, the last time we were there, I said the word normal would no longer exist. Everything yeah. we knew would change. Well, this time I'm saying, and I have been saying prior to the conference, what we're going to cover are going to be tomorrow's headlines. And I felt an urgency to move it from July into May and obviously it's this coming Friday and uh, Saturday, we've got 10 great speakers. And as I'm telling people, it is my belief that this will never happen again with these speakers because simply the lateness of the hour. We've just seen a metamorphosis, a transformation of the United States absolutely almost take place overnight. All of the arguments, was this a bioweapon, was it not? My position, it was. My positions also were at war with China. They declared they're um, at war with us over a year ago. Even as you and I are on the uh, interview tonight, there's uh, multiple sources talking about the uh, Chinese submarine on the West Coast that's being tracked right now. Uh, I'm being told that off the East Coast, we've got Russian subs and in the Gulf of Mexico. As you know, Iran is pouring into Venezuela. As you also know, we've got the Chinese activity in Canada. And it's interesting, Dave, because Canada's just been disarmed. And as you know, the secret deals between Canada and China, that China would be allowed, in essence, staging rights when they got ready to come against the United States. And 
how many years have you been warning about the Red Dawn scenario of the Chinese in Mexico? I can tell you from eyewitnesses in Mexico, people who are Mexicans, who actually love the Lord Jesus, and there's many of them that do, they're saying that there is a movement of troops and equipment that they absolutely have never seen before. So the contention I have is that the reason why all this stuff is happening is because you've got the economy in China in shambles. You've also got 1.45 billion people that Z and the leadership of China cannot feed. You've got the situation now where all the Smithfield farm and the pork and all the uh, meat products are being uh, sent to China. There's nothing we can do about it. They own the uh, meat processing plants. We've got Tyson and we've got Cargill shutting down. We've got, so we're in a war footing. We do not have the manufacturing in this country to uh, instantly build more cruise missiles, more bombs, more ships, more anything. Uh, China's taking advantage of the fact that uh, the, the CV-19 has uh, broken out on uh, our aircraft carriers, and we've got four pretty much that are out of battle readiness, prompting our uh, Defense Department to make the same uh, this statement. Don't think that you can get away with trying anything. We've moved ships in the South China Sea. The challenge in the South China Sea is increasing. So you know, Dave, that once all this stuff begins to be put in motion, and it is a motion as we speak tonight, and then during the interview, we got to get into what's going on in Hawaii underwater. Massive, massive earthquakes taking place on an uh, underwater seamount called Loihi, L-O-I-H-I. Meantime, we've still got all the problems in the Cascadia region, the uh, swarms of earthquakes in the the desert area around San Diego. So what we have, in my opinion, is multiple events getting ready to release simultaneously. And if people think it's hard to, you know, stay in their homes under pretty much at least normal conditions, it will be impossible under what I see coming concurrently. And I see it going into effect probably no later than October and maybe even moved into uh, uh, September. So we're at we're at the crisis point. We're at the flash point. In my opinion, we're at the boiling point. I don't know any other words to use. Do you? I mean, that's how close it is. You know, I'm sitting here looking at the list, and I haven't counted them or enumerated them, but I took notes as you were talking. And I think every one of these topics, except for Hawaii, I've covered. And and uh, so you're getting double confirmation here on my end about everything you just said is right on the money. I tell you, Mike Adams said something to me real interesting, and he's a, a participant, as you know, in your conference. Mike said to me in the last interview we did together, he said, Dave, you used to take a lot of criticism for your Red Dawn projections and your observations from your witnesses. And he said, you're no longer getting criticized. You're being praised. And Steve, I'm sure you went through the same thing. Those Chinese have been there for a while, and they've been working up Central America and South America to join forces with them against us. Well, and it's accelerating. It's in motion. And you know, Dave, here's the thing. Looking back, you and I have talked both, you know, on on interviews, but even behind the interviews, off and on the the American lifestyle that we've lived and blessed with, we basically now are on the road to uh, super 
I guess you'd say the super end of all things. For instance, Bill Gates made the statement that obviously his desire to vaccinate everybody in the world with a chip that's basically a bio-interrogation chip that people won't be able to, his words, buy, they won't be able to travel, they won't be able to sell, they won't be able to do anything. And I think your listeners need to understand something, that when you have mandatory vaccine police coming to your house and demanding you give them a blood sample, and uh, they'll do it kind of in a quasi-nice guy mode, but if you don't give it to them, they're either going to take you away or blow you away. And this is the thing that People get upset with me when I tell them the bottom line. Look, if you can't buy, sell, or trade, except you take the vaccine, and I don't believe this is the literal mark of the beast. I believe this is announcement of the technology of the beast, and literally, uh, Gates is the gates of hell. And, you know, people, uh, I've used that statement, Stargates, and I'm doing a, a, a video, Lord willing, it gets done on the Stargates and the Native American legends of the star people and stargates. And when I'm talking to the Native American elders and their, their, I guess you'd say the older, smarter, wiser guys, they all know what's coming too. And so the gates of hell are opening. And isn't it interesting that as usual, I think God gives us a big clue in a guy's name. So saying all that, the idea of who the Antichrist is and who the false prophet is, uh, you know, people can argue over that, but what they can't argue over with you or I is the fact that during that lockdown, people, and they were still allowed to go out and buy food and, and do the necessary things, but good luck if you got sick and needed to go into a hospital, because remember all the hospitals would only take supposedly infected people, blah, 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 and now you've got the reports there aren't that many infected people, and I believe that's because the death rate even in the United States is being exaggerated. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it's, yeah it's, so the thing is, is that we've got, we've got the most, how should I say this, horrific series of events going off at, all at once. People don't know how to draw the conclusion from all the evidence you've given, I've given, Mike Adams has given, Russ Dizdar, all the speakers at Branson. And now we're warning you, here's what's coming. And it's, it's, it's going to be beyond most people's ability to function with multiple events taking place, let alone just one like COVID-19. Yeah, you're exactly right on that. And, and um, I, I even noticed that Dr. Burks yesterday came out and said the CDC is out of control. They're inflating the numbers. Um, and I, I took a document from the FDA on the test kits. And they are admitting they don't have time to standardize them and they're leaving it to the manufacturer. That's like the fox watching the hen house. So we don't even know what the numbers are because we can't trust the testing kits. Absolutely. And tonight, uh, I think it was on Fox News or somebody, I just caught a glimpse of it. They were talking about all of the Chinese masks that were sold, all the equipment. And I believe that all that stuff was basically infected to begin with. See, here's the thing. Most people cannot deal with asymmetric warfare. And I know a lot of your sources are telling you too, we are at war in an asymmetric way. When you attack the ability of a country to feed its military, nobody's talking about the military ramifications of all the meat being gone, all the meat packing being closed. And again, it becomes incredibly obvious that in my opinion, 
to deny this is an act of war by the Chinese is probably the most deadly, naive thought process that could ever be initiated outside of Chamberlain's denial of uh, the Nazis. So we're, we're in the throes, and I'm talking throes, uh, you know, we may be in the throes, T-H-R-O-E-S, before everybody starts throwing up. And the thing is, is that I, I cannot stress enough, these broadcasts you're doing, I'm doing, everybody who's a researcher doing them, whether it's Mike Adams, whether it's Rust Isdar, again, it doesn't matter who. The point is, is that we're now in a position where we don't have to defend ourselves and the people who spend so much time attacking the truth have better learned to integrate it and prepare with whatever they have while they can. Because I believe the words of Jesus are in motion right now. You've got to work while it's yet day, for the night comes when no man can work. Oh, totally agree with that, and this is like the dress rehearsal for it. But I have also um, noted that, uh, you know, I've talked about the, well, there's two things that affect the military. One is the food supply. And the other is the fact that with the industrial collapse that's going on in this country, uh, we won't be able to convert peacetime industries to wartime industries to maintain a sustained con, uh, uh, conflict. And, and that's really disturbing to me. But there's another aspect of this, too. Here in Arizona, we sent uh, a few of our National Guard members who were female nurses to New York City to help with their issues with COVID-19. And then when the meatpacking plant started to close, and they said, well, you're going to have all these shortages now and there, there could be famine and all. I said, well, why don't we send the National Guard to the meatpacking plants and keep them open? See, Steve, there's sabotage here behind the scenes that we're not readily seeing. This should be something that should have already been done. Abs and when I say absolutely, the thing that's frustrating, Dave, is everything that should have, could have, and would have been done hasn't been done. So I don't believe that those are mess ups. I believe that those were intentional, uh, 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 intentional actions taken to basically increase the efficacy of the bio attack and also all the ramifications. You made a statement, it's true. We're not set up for a wartime footing. And unfortunately, I, I think I just saw an article, now I'll check it out for you, but I believe uh, President uh, Trump made the statement, make no mistake about it, we're at war with China. Did you see that statement? I have heard uh, it repeated to me that he said it. I have not seen it directly. Yes. Well, I, I just got sent the email from somebody. Now, here's the deal. Ask everybody, and I'm asking everybody to no, know, when is the data or data sufficient enough for you to say the preponderance of evidence, not you, Dave, but for them to say, when does the preponderance of evidence lead to conclusions that cannot be denied, denied cannot be uh, uh, glossed over, and that basically you know that this isn't business as usual. And I think America's gotten so, how should I say this, forgetful. I think we've become so carnal. We've become so pleasure-oriented. And I believe that as a nation, we're ripe for judgment. You've seen uh, the Democrats basically just do everything they can to destroy the economy. And by the way, if you look at the Democratic governors versus the Republican governors, and not all the Republican governors are good too, but I'm just telling you, the, the night and day issues facing this country couldn't be simpler in my opinion. 
And look at now, you've got the gun control advocates in California, in Michigan, uh, what I would call, uh, in my opinion, the Oregon crazy person that's trying to keep Oregon locked down for another two months until July. And then you've got the whole situation in Seattle. And the thing that I want everybody to understand is when I did the movie, and this is, this is really important for people to understand, all of Seattle's built on basically uh, the, if you will, reclaimed sand or dirt. And when the soil begins to liquefy through liquefaction, uh, basically you're gonna see a massive amount of damage. And unfortunately, anybody who's been to Seattle knows you can only get out of that area on a couple interstates. And then we've got the situation going up and down the coast. And by the way, Dave, Russia does have technology to initiate earthquakes. And you and I spoke at length on the Ridgecrest earthquake 2019 mm -hmm. in Ridgecrest, California. And that was payment for our submarines and their submarines get in, getting into a conflict deep in the oceans and basically it was payback it destroyed china lake probably the biggest underground military base in the united states uh it it set off a series of multiple multiple tens of thousands of earthquakes provoking nasa even to this day to fly except in excess i think of a hundred thousand individual missions up and down the west coast into nevada up into idaho and, and these are individual flights, and they're monitoring everything. That's never happened before in the world. And it's also with the most sophisticated spy planes, a General Electric 747 that's decked out with billions of dollars of scanning equipment. Most people don't even know it exists. A lot of it is classified, and a lot of it would be mind-blowing if people understood it. And the thing that is critical is that we get into the New Madrid, and then we get off the East Coast. The East Coast now, uh, off of Virginia and stuff, is basically they've got an underwater volcano there that's being problematic. So I think between Earth changes, uh, war, and the climatic changes, and I'm not saying due to mankind, I'm talking about heart, I'm talking about ionospheric heaters, I'm talking about the volcanoes of the Earth, uh, 45 of them going off as of a week to 10 days ago. I'm talking about the amount of volume of ash in the upper atmosphere. By the way, in Bozeman, Montana, it snowed today, and we're having such subseasonal cold. I was just over Yellowstone last week, and as you know, I fly over it and I take pictures just to see if there's any changes in any of the geyser basins, because again, you know, I, I see stupid stories all the time. I can tell you this, Yellowstone Lake, in which the active, uh, if you will, the cone of the volcano is underwater. It was so frozen over that I thought, good night, this is the middle of winter. So we're not getting the melt in the high country. You know, uh, there's multiple mountain ranges between me and Bozeman and, uh, and Yellowstone Park. I mean, the snow is just massive. So saying all that, I'm concerned with the harvest season. We are destroying our agricultural basis. We are allowing people to dictate to us how much meat we can buy. You know, this Costco and, and Kroger's and everybody's saying, what is it? You can have one package of meat or three packages of meat with a store visit. The entire uh, six foot separation, and I'm telling you this from top weapon scientists, they've told me point blank, that has nothing to do with the uh, social distancing, has nothing to do 
with the efficacy or the non-infectiveness of viruses. He said, if you have multiple people together with multiple cell phones, because the cell phones have to triangulate off of three different towers all the time, they want people separated so they can identify targets. And anybody who's ever seen any of the spy movies and cell phones came about know this, that a cell phone is a homing signal for a missile strike. So that's what I'm being told, Dave, especially, bounce it off your people, it's about a target acquisition mode that separates conflicting and cross signals. I've had federal authorities tell me that uh, social distancing doesn't make any difference inside 21 feet. Um, and, And that's been real consistent. So let me see if I understand what you're saying. They're purposely trying to separate people so they can hone in on your signal from your cell phone so they can target you with, say, a Hellfire missile? Not only that, or a directed energy weapon. And I want everybody to be praying for uh, Celeste Solon. She's gone through a strange and unusual set of circumstances. Someone, and I can say this, broke into her house while she was in the hospital, uh, basically uh, took her computer, took her files, and then, quite candidly ransacked the rest of her house. They knew what they were looking for and they wanted to look for it. So everybody needs to pray for her. She's deadly uh, ill and very, very strange. Uh, They sprayed a specific spray over her area. And this is what I'm worried about too, Dave. We're going to lose our harvest, not just to the weather, not just to all the other factors, but the chemtrail spray is changing. And people are reporting, if you will, almost a purple crystalline fungus. And that purple crystalline fungus is killing a lot of the crops. So here's the thing, and I know it's gonna be hard for a lot of people to embrace it, but America, we're being starved into submission. And we're being, uh, we are under a, a total attack by asymmetrical warfare in all realms, whether it's financial, whether it's uh, Uh, geopolitical, whether it's atmospheric, whether it's seismic, we are under attack. And it can't can't stay this way, something has to give. So when we're on the air today, tonight actually, uh, whenever you choose to play this, I mean, we've got World War III footing right now, aircraft in the U.S. being moved from Guam to to, uh, Diego Garcia, we've got stealth, we got all this wild stuff up and out, and they do too. Uh, uh, Russia is taking their bombers off of our east coast to the point of no return. They can still be refueled in the air and they don't go beyond a certain point. When everybody goes beyond a certain point, including us, that's when something happens. And I believe the Bible is very clear, sudden destruction. I don't believe America is going to have an instant turnaround. I don't believe we're going to have a renaissance of thinking. I don't believe a political solution is going to help because look at what happened. Our president was overthrown or attempted overthrown by the former president, all of his national security apparatus, all of his State Department apparatus, uh, even, even I know he had to mix up and get out some of the Secret Service people, but oh, abomination of desolation, that's what I call the former president, made sure that his placement of people went so deep in the federal courts and the federal prosecutors that those people were never weeded out. So, you know, it wasn't the alligators Trump could identify, but it was all of the alligators, as most people know, 
Uh, the ones that are under the water become more dangerous, like a great white shark. They can strike. So we have undergone, in my opinion, the quintessential uh, legal definition of treason, treachery, and the attempted overthrow, and that's where the Constitution comes in, and whether they don't believe it's relevant, everybody who has been a veteran or a local law enforcement who has taken an oath to protect the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, we have enemies within, enemies without. Someone once said a nation can withstand its enemies from without, but cannot uh, withstand its enemies from within. So again, I maintain that so many of our politicians are on the payroll of the Chinese, one way or the other, that in essence, they have sold us out. They have sold out America's birthright. America has allowed uh, the perversion and absolute uh, fragmentation of our nation. The conservatives have failed to stand up, rise up and speak up. And the pulpits have become, if you will, breeding grounds for cowardice and surrender. And uh, quite candidly, the pulpits, which should be proclaiming the truth of God, have surrendered to the spirit of the day, which is friendship with the world. And the Bible says friendship with the world is enmity with God. I couldn't agree. Well, you just hit about five home runs there, and, and uh, you got my head spinning on all this, but I, I, I could not agree with you more. I go back to Trevor Loudon's work five years ago where he identified 80 Democratic congressmen who are members of front groups with the American Communist Party and the world's largest terrorist organization, the Muslim Brotherhood. And Cynthia McKinney, when I talked to her and Alan West, both confirmed, yes, that's true, Dave, uh, Trevor's right on the money. But that's expanded since then. Did you see, um, what was it, this morning? 2,000 uh, Obama appointees to the DOJ are demanding bars uh, resignation for daring to throw out the conviction of Michael Flynn, even though it was heinous and filled with fraud? Absolutely. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, that should be the clearest signal that, you remember the definition of justice, it's J-U-S-T-U-S. Yeah. And I want, to, yeah. I want to give people an understanding of the Word of God. There's never been a time, Dave, when the prophetic words of Jesus and the absolute pronouncement of God about what the last days would be is this, each man does that which is right in his own sight, that's lawlessness. And the thing is, is that everyone was scared of Mike Flynn because Mike Flynn, God bless him, I pray, not only does Trump totally pardon him, I know he hasn't been, uh, you know, I, there's a way that Trump can uh, do for Mike Flynn and also Roger Stone. I'm asking everybody to be praying for Roger Stone too because especially with Mike Flynn, he knew where the skeletons were and when you've got the director of national intelligence, the head of the CIA, NSA, Clapper, and remember my statement, uh, truth went in the crapper with Clapper, okay? And a crapper, by the way, was the name of the guy who invented the toilet. But the point is, so truth is in the toilet. There is no justice. You're seeing the most heinous abrogations of uh, trial by peers. You're seeing uh, judges rule with total indifference and disregard for even precedent law. So we get to the place where the word of God becomes so prominent as this, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And the answer to that is call on God because you cannot make uh, the 50 years of destruction that have been underway. Only God could grant a miracle, but God's people in the churches 
are going along to get along, and in essence, they're going to get along. They're going to go right on to the, in, in, into the camps. And I believe this, Dave, I believe it will come to a point, I don't know when, where you'll get a knock on the door, and uh, we're here from the, you know, whatever protocols of infectious diseases. We must take a blood test. You have the right to resist. If you resist, you'll be taken immediately to an isolation camp. Well, you and, all, you and I both know, have talked enough about what awaits us and the fate that awaits us. I want men to know you'll be separated from your wives. I want wives and men to know you'll be separated from your kids. I want you to know you don't go in there and play Scrabble and social distancing and lockdown and watching celebrities uh, celebrating hubris beyond imagination and calling for the overthrow of the United States, like so many of the communists, you know, in, 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 in Hollywood, forgive me, I want to check myself, not Hollywood, Hollywood, are calling for. So I don't know, Dave, and, and I don't know, if you and I could grant to every listener tonight, uh, 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 you know, in essence, a wake-up call, I would like it to be like, you know, just above freezing water and, and literally wake and shake people up because, uh, you know, at this point, there are not enough people who have stood up, in my opinion, to make a difference. And that was the reason why so many veterans died under the Obama administration. That's the reason why the vets in the hospitals were neglected. That's the reason why, why they were done away with. That's the reason why so many in the SF world, Special Forces, uh, and Black Ops world, get telephone calls seemingly out of the blue, and they answer the phone and hello, that's instant, instantly voice printed. So flip phones that you can throw away, they've got you the minute you use one with your voice. I talked to a guy, developed those systems, one of them, Benny, uh, I have never interviewed him, but others have, but he would tell you this is true. Everybody in America has been voice printed, and we've been face printed on you know people that have so volunteered their selfies. And this is a this is a nation that didn't deny itself, take up its cross and follow Jesus. This is a, a, a basically, if you will, the absolute selfie generation where the only three people that count are me, myself, and I in that world. And so you know. Again, there's a big difference in selfies, and look at the social distancing. Once more, we're seeing the total separation of people. Human beings were meant to communicate. We were meant to be able to share, meant to better, uh, be able to share joys. And when America was great, whether it was take me out to the ball game, the football game, the basketball game, whatever you did, whether it's going to the lake, whether it's a picnic, when you deal with those damn ocrats, Oh, that's swearing. No, it isn't. They are damned because they made the statement that they don't want God on their platform. So be it unto them, according to their mockery, according to their blasphemy, according to their contempt for the living God, be it unto them. And so, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus said, you're either for me or against me. And they've already decided that they're for Lucifer, they're for the kingdom of hell coming, which is the greatest delusion that they think they'll all somehow be rewarded. And Dave, whether it's talking about the Georgia Guidestones, about the Deagle Report, uh, you know, by 2025, taking the American population down to, what, 70 to 100 million people. We're about 360 now, 360 million. I think that, I, I honestly think, Dave, that there will come a point where you and I and other talk show hosts 
will simply, uh, number one, not be able to talk or anything because when the power goes down with the EMP, um, whatever it's going to be, the, the ability then for people to say, well, what do you think? We need to get people to understand We've given you enough data in my situation, 25 years, and your situation, however long you've been on. There are people that have been on longer than I, but warning, 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 warning. And then evidence, 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 evidence. And still there are people, as the scripture says, the Bible says, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision for the day of the Lord is at hand. I don't believe this is the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord biblically is when God at the end of the tribulation basically sets it all he takes out all the enemies in one day hey god can do that but what we're watching now is signs in the heavens and this is why it's so critical too that people sign up for the gen 6 conference we have uh three more days it starts on friday it starts at nine o'clock central it will be live stream we've got 10 really outstanding speakers and we've got uh, Mike Adams, by the way, his presentation is three hours. We've got uh, just so many people. Robert Griswold's gonna be, Bob Griswold's gonna be giving his, um, you know, preparation advice and people of everybody from Michael Lake, Carl Teichrib, Celeste Sol. Unfortunately, we had Celeste uh, uh, record, everybody's recorded their presentations. We've got Gary Wayne, we've got Russ. And uh, you know, I'm there too. I'm the last speaker, by the way. Uh, and I didn't take the most time. So I think because of all the events that are transpiring, we know that the headlines of tomorrow will be presented this Friday and Saturday. It's not gonna say the New York Times says this, but when you hear Mike Adams, when you hear Carl Teichrib and Russ Dizdar, and when you hear uh, Dr. Michael Lake and Gary Wayne, and, and again, the reason they wanted to kill Celeste, I wanna make it clear to everybody, She's fighting for her life. That's not soliloquy, it's not metaphor, it's true. And because her credentials are impeccable, she is who she says she was, she was the golden girl in that world. Uh, you've all gotten a taste of how really smart she is. I said, listen, Celeste, you gotta take it down to, to even my level. I don't know how anyone, she's called the document lady, but listen, somebody, Dave, broke in, stole her computers, stole her files, and they wanted those documents because it provides irrefutable evidence that what she is saying is true. So ladies and gentlemen, G-E-N-S-I-X, Gen6.com, you can sign up for live streaming, and I don't think people will be disappointed. If they can't make it, they can still sign up, and they can have video on demand after the streaming when you mm -hmm. live stream you know when they when you live stream this i mean when you miss rush you've missed them but you can go back and get them another day i'm rushing the dvds out Dave, because they've been sent to the disc company already uh for uploading and stamping because i got to get this information in everybody's hand i never felt i would say this i know that we're on vapor lock i know that when the vapor builds to a certain pressure that at the smallest spark sets it off. Now I'm talking about the world events. And I don't think that in the history of the world, and I've spent you know, 48 years chronicling myths and legends and history and advanced technology and the secret technology that the black ops people from Russia and China and the US and all that stuff. And I couldn't know that stuff unless somebody told me, okay? 
But the point being, just like when the people that call you, everybody knows somebody who knows something. The key is not denigrating the information, but making sure that what puzzle pieces fit where. Because the slightest insignificant uh, event or bit of actual intelligence can make the difference over everything else. No, I totally agree with what you're saying. I would like to shift gears to Putin for a second. I, I did a piece this morning, and I'll also send that off to you sometime tomorrow. Um, Putin said after Trump won the election it was a good thing because of Hillary's comments in debate number two when she said she'd have a no-fly zone, which meant the sh shooting down of Russian aircraft. He said he would have nuked the United States. Now he's come out and he said, and, and I've got this on very good authority, uh, Russian generals saying this to some of our people, that Putin believes our economy has already collapsed. Our government has been taken over by a coup by Big Pharma. My words, not his, but that's what he meant. And I'm wondering how close he is to executing uh, a nuclear strike, all of his threat in 2016. What do you think, Steve? Well, I believe he's very close, you know. I don't believe, one thing I've learned about the Russians, and I used to study Russian war policy, I don't speak Russian, but I was fascinated because again, during the Cold War, and the United States has no civil defense, a couple of years ago, Putin literally took everybody out of Moscow in an exercise and moved them into the subways and the uh, uh, all the bomb shelters, etc. I am told, Dave, that even at this point, we have Russian bombers in the air, they're being refueled, and Putin does believe the United States is finished. He knows you cannot print money indefinitely, and he knew that when he separated from the U.S. dollar. China and the BRIC nations pretty much decided the U.S. dollar is no good. And, and Putin is a master chess player. He's also a master spy master. He's a, a master spy master. And the deal is, is that I don't think people understand we're not playing chess. We're not playing three-dimensional chess. We are playing literally on the stage of history and I do believe that there is an agreement between Russia and China. I believe Iran is in on the deal. I believe North Korea is in on the deal. And by the way, according to the people that I know in the know, North Korea has more advanced weapons than most people think. They have thorium deposits, and mercury and thorium are what are used in the electrogravitic propulsion of all the secret stuff that people are seeing in the skies with the three lights and then merging into one light. The UFOs now. And, and by the way, remember everyone, biblically and practically, the Antichrist is going to be a, a taking the place of Jesus Christ, has to be a man of peace that brings peace to the world after a war. Well, it's pretty easy if you're, if you're stirring up the stuff and the war's on during the stirring process, you just quit stirring and all of a sudden there's peace. We know from the Bible that the Antichrist will be contested by the two witnesses. Those are two literal guys or else their bodies couldn't uh, uh, be killed, and they can't be killed until God says it's time. Their bodies will lie in Jerusalem, but before that, they'll be able to call fire down from heaven. I want to make this clear to people. God loves his people. He will give us every opportunity to repent. And the thing is, is that people used to mock and squawk. They said, I want to know what you know, Quail, but I don't want any of that Jesus stuff. My answer is the same as it's always been at 25 years. It's Jesus who taught me what was going to happen and to warn his people. 
Now, whether people take the warning, Dave, that you've given, I've given, all on talk radio have given, that I don't believe enough have, okay? Maybe you know differently. But in my mind, the, the total abrogation of constitutional law, the Bill of Rights, and letting the, uh, the uh, Democrats get in power to the point where now you've got Democrats dictating even over the courts, over the President of the United States, over the federal laws. I mean, we've got rebellion. And I believe this has always been uh, the plan. The, the Russians, you know, you've interviewed and, and talked to different people about the plan to overthrow the United States, how it will come to be. And they want civil war. They're going to get civil war. And, and, you know, even Vladimir Putin made this statement, Americans never give up your guns. And he knows the whole story of Hillary Clinton. And so does Trump. But everybody around Trump, in my opinion, maybe with some exceptions, one of them, the biggest ones, being Michael Flynn, was basically subverting his presidency while smiling on their face, or having smiles on their faces. Yeah, I, I, I could not agree with you more. This, all that's happening now would have happened four years sooner had Hillary been elected, but but now we're, we're, we're paying the, the fiddler, so to speak. Um, I've had reoccurring dreams, and I don't even remember my dreams very often, Chinese coming down my streets. And the latest dream I had is they had a biometric scanner, and I tried to lie about my name because I knew I'd be targeted, but they had my picture. They knew exactly who I was. You know why well, they were there. You know why, we're there, why they were there. Yep. Well, again, I think God's warning a lot of people in dreams because the scripture says in dreams and visions does he seal our instructions in the night. Yeah. The promise in Joel that God said he'll pour out his spirit on all flesh. Young men will dream dreams, your old men will see visions, you know, and upon his handmaidens. So the thing is, is that God is supernaturally giving people who have hearing ears and uh, seeing eyes the understanding of what's going on. Now, because of the nature of the evil, we also need his battle plan, and we need his battle plan to direct us. I am convinced, Dave, that there are, and I don't know where they're at, I just want to make it clear, there are cities of refuge prepared for the biblical refugees as a true church that follows and loves the Lord Jesus Christ, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, listening to God's obedient uh, word, are going to be led to those places. Uh, God won't reveal them until the time, because if he did, obviously the powers and the devils that are would do everything they could to confound the issues. But it's going to be a massive event. And again, I am so impassioned about this. Well, what happens if it doesn't happen by October, November? I said, then we're even that much closer. And I, I see, here's what I think. I think people are playing, uh, rolling dice on their lives, okay? And somebody can say it's a crapshoot. And, you know, and, and call it whatever. Use whatever metaphor you want. But the nice thing about personal responsibility is you can't blame anyone or anything when you were given every chance to prepare. Not one person I know was hoarding. Not one. Because they've been listening to us, you, me. Uh, um, uh, when I was in the survival business, I was one of the guys that started it, you know, uh, I don't know, 35 years ago or whatever. And the deal is, is that we were warning and warning and warning. Do you think maybe people that have freeze-dried beef didn't have to worry about being a beef shortage? So here's the deal. When the haves don't have, I'm sorry, when the have-nots don't have, that's when the panic comes. Because again, McDonald's, 
and Wendy's have already announced they're running out of beef. Uh, the issue is this, and I don't think people realize this, McDonald's is the largest beef producer and utilizer in the world. And now they're saying they've got to ration meat. Well, they're tied into China big time, too. Yes, they are. See, it all goes back to China because China had so much money because people bought at China Mart. They bought Chinese this, Chinese that, and we built China up. And then you had the treason of Bill Clinton, Laurel Satellite Corporation, uh, the inventor of the neutron bomb, told me Sam Cohen. I interviewed him uh, almost two decades ago. Uh, he's dead now, but he was on my show in those days, warning people that George Bush Sr. gave the plans of a neutron bomb to the Chinese. And neutron bombs are totally different than a fission or fusion device in that they kill by extreme neutron bombardment of living uh, flesh, but they don't touch the infrastructure. China's running out of food. They have poisoned their environment. And so there have been, quote, conservative pundits basically saying everything's good in China, everybody's back to work. Oh, yeah. China has the most uh, horrific and dense pollution in the world. And the satellites were picking up clear skies when they weren't picking up the cremated remains of the Chinese. Uh, you know, our satellite sensors are so sensitive and so capable of seeing in such minute detail. You know, I mean, we got satellite lenses that cost $1 billion. That's just the lens on a satellite. So there's nothing that escaped their eyes. So when they hear all this, you know, everybody in America has been numbed and dumbed down. And I believe that Hollywood has once again prepared us for the Hunger Games. I believe everything that we're seeing right now on screen is preparing us for things to come. And didn't one of the guys who was a writer for one of the shows talking about kind of the end of the world said, I got to quit writing. We're here. Yeah, I saw that too. He said the world's crazier than what I can write. Um, you're so right on the money with this. I wanted to bring up one person to you. I've been seeing his name float out there because someone's writing a biography about him. His name was David Wilkerson. He was a pastor in 1983 in New York City. And he said that, uh, I'm trying to think exactly his phrase, we'll be, New York City will be rocked by a virus of epic proportions, but it will lead to a revival of the faith. Do you think that's possible at all? Yeah, I knew David Wilkerson. Uh, I was blessed to sit under him for about a week when he came to Bozeman, Montana. Uh, with Youth with a Mission, we had a DTS, a discipleship training school in Bozeman. And uh, my former pastor, who passed away, that tutored me through high, not high school, college, basically Wayne Snyder, moved to Tyler, Texas after Bozeman and became David's pastor. So I'm, I'm very familiar with the vision by David Wilkerson. I'm very familiar with all the things that he has said. And the revival comes in the midst. The revival is the, based on the thing that when things get so tough, God's people cry out to him and God moves on their behalf. There is no case in the Old or New Testament where God's people, Christians in the New Testament, were ever delivered by their own strength or might or any of even the godly kings and Israel's history were delivered by the power of their own might because Jehoshaphat was overwhelmed by the power of the enemy. Everything is pointing to this day. There will be a revival, but it will be during the worst of times, and it will be at the time when it's that there's no other hope 
no other place to go to. And I would encourage all Christians to stand fast in their confirmation and in their confession of faith, to call upon God for wisdom. He says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously, and God doesn't welch, he doesn't hold out on people. Jesus said, Behold ye, I give to my disciples power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Yet most Christians don't believe they have that power. So we are up against a supernatural evil manifesting in the physical realm that basically will require a move of God who said he will move when we humble ourselves, repent, turn from our wicked ways and call upon his name. And unfortunately, the wicked ways are in the pulpits of America and they have absolutely the majority of them in my opinion created high treason and in yielding to the clergy response teams will deliver the sheep up to the slaughter yeah i i've interviewed uh, pastors who've been with the clergy response teams and left and uh, what you're saying there they echo that in detail and in spades so you, you you're of the opinion that wilkerson's prophecy will begin to bear fruit when people have nowhere to turn because things become so bad. Is that is that correct? Absolutely. And like I said, I was blessed. I was able to sit under David. And when I say sit under David, it was uh, myself, Pastor Wayne Snyder, and a couple other guys and me. And we just basically got to hang out. And when I say hang out, and just take in. David Wilkerson was a real, the real McCoy. And, uh, you know, I even met some of the people that the movie The Cross and the Switchblade was about because I met some of the toughest guys in the street gangs in New York who gave them their lives to Jesus. I think I, I, I still remember Frank Rodriguez and Angel uh, Perez. These guys were tough, yet when they spoke of Jesus, I mean, one of them basically was involved in the murder of his own mother for heroin money. These were tough cookies, obviously, Nikki Cruz. I, I didn't meet Nikki, but I met the other two. And Dave, a cool way of God having a sense of humor. I had a art professor who was an atheist and knew I was a Christian, but he let me bring those guys in to his art class at MSU, History of Art, and they basically testified of Jesus Christ to about, I don't know, 200 people for two hours. And you know, uh, it, it was a, it, one of my favorite professors. Obviously he and I didn't agree, but one of, one of those things where God really can put his people into any situation of the time and have his results. Yeah, well, I think he's done that with all of us uh, in the independent media that you and I deal with on a regular basis. But I also recognize too there's a there's a cost to pay, and uh, I'm fully cognizant of that. I don't look forward to it, but I know if it's a calling, it's God's will. You see, and here's another thing too, Steve, that bothers me about Americans today. Oh, it's over. It's, the economy's too bad. It's too far gone. The leadership is too corrupt. Trump has been overthrown. All this all over and over and over. And I just remind people, it's not over till the Lord says it's over. Right. But we do know that God says uh, that, you know, his people, Dave, God, this is the word of the Lord in the Bible. His people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Right. Not right. because he won't tell them, but they won't respond to it. They don't believe. And you know, this is why the situation is problematic. Here's the thing. I agree, it's not over for any Christian that's listening to our voice right now. Anybody who's not a believer should basically say, there's no way I can deal with this stuff. It's out of my control. Jesus, can you help me? And again, I want people to understand something. 
my last book that I ever wrote was called Jesus, the Premise of the Promise. And the help word, you know, Psalm 4610 says God is a very real or a very present help in the time of trouble. And that word help is his, meaning Jesus, everlasting promise, his provision, his protection, his uh, all of the P's that you can think of, his patience, his purpose. Everybody's got purpose. And Dave, I tell everybody, God doesn't run out of good ideas just because you've blown it 20 years ago. The Bible says more numerous than the sand of the sea, so are God's thoughts towards us. And that, that basically is God's way of saying, hey, I'm eternal. I don't run out of things to do uh, for my people and to direct my people. And so the, the, the key is this. It's God ultimately that gives the victory, and it's those who shirk and shun and run and basically make fun of a living God that will be overwhelmed because everybody comes to a point where life is bigger than they are, no matter how big they are, no matter how rich they are, the smallest microbe can take out any billionaire. The smallest uh, virus can get them too. So I want everybody to understand something. Our safety and our protection is in the living God. Our names, when we call upon Jesus, are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Let the damned go with the Book of the Dead, and that they, they really do believe in the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Because ladies and gentlemen, we don't hang out in the underworld. We hang out in heaven's world. And heaven, listen to this, blue skies are always smiling at us, even though on earth everything else turns to dust. I could not agree with what you just said anymore. We've got about a minute and a half left, Steve, and I wanted to return and have you tell people again how they can... Well, let me just say this. If you're true to God, you're going to be okay in one way or another. But this conference coming up is helping people to put the armor of God on so they can do battle. And, you know, forewarned is forearmed. So tell people again how they can uh, sign up for the conference and their different options. Well, the option is you can go to gen6.com, G-E-N-S-I-X.com. It's very clear on the site where you sign up for live streaming. Uh, those of you that can't listen on this Friday and Saturday, you can order the DVD sets ahead of time, or you can sign up and then take video on demand. Video on demand just simply means after the conference, you'll be able to call up whatever speaker at whatever time. Never has this assortment of people been brought together. We're dealing with what Jesus said would be one of the most clear signs of the second coming, and that's as it was in the days of Noah. And the days of Noah were so corrupt that God had to judge the world. And this is where we're at right now. The word corruption, Dave, means in every realm, and there's everywhere it doesn't touch. Everything's turning to dust or rust. So I would encourage people to go on Gen6, G-E-N-S-I-X.com, and sign up because it will never happen again. That's not an empty promise. And we just told people how short our time frame is. And all I can say is King David said, God, teach me to number my days, to know my end, that I trespass not against thee. Everyone wants Christians dead. And you can see the vilification coming. I warned about that. You can see the persecution coming. I'm more than warned about that. And when we don't stand up and speak up, we're guilty of Alexander Solzhenitsyn's warning. They said simply when the secret police came to take somebody away in the night, had they all rallied to that person and basically ended the secret police's life, they could have turned the history of Russia around. And that's a really powerful quote, Dave. 
And, yes. and Solzhenitsyn was right in the Gulag Archipelago. So in essence, now we've got a tattletale nation. That would be a name of a book I might have written if I hadn't quit. That's really but good. I like that. Yeah, everybody's a snitch now. And even the 900 people that got caught and exposed. Listen, we have generated in the Faces of Death book, Twitter, twat, Twitter twatter, little platter. We've handed them <laughs> our head on a platter. We've generated the most self-erecting intelligence dossier that the ultimate spies could never even imagine would take place. Exactly. Everybody has a tattletale on themselves or someone else. That's right. And uh, we're, we're living through the Salem witch trials again, or will be. Steve, my friend, we are out of time. Um, to everybody else out there listening, uh, trust me, I've been involved in these Gen 6 conferences. They're paradigm shifting. This is the most important one of all. Steve, thanks so much for being with us. God bless, Dave, and all of you listeners, God bless, and never forget, Jesus loves you. That's exactly right. God bless you, Steve. Take care. Bye-bye.